Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's me, Victoria. I've got wine, and it is late, and I am ready for bed. So just one little quick announcement. We are going to have our second Patreon stream on Tuesday. That's this Tuesday, so that will be, let me look at the calendar, that is August 14th of 2018, in case you're counting, and that will be at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And we are going to be playing the Fate Core system in the Mass Effect universe. Tracy is taking the GM seat for that while the rest of us play. And we are having a blast with this one. So come and check us out. All tiers are welcome. For just a dollar a month, you get access to it. So yeah, we hope to see you there. Let's get to it. The Broads have reached the stronghold of the Vermioni. Yuleri's met her father and stepfather, but was startled to learn that her father is possessed. In a desperate attempt to free him, she agreed to a ritual she would normally refuse. She agreed to perform blood magic. You're listening to The Broadswords. Starring Kristen Fummins as Eularies, the half-elf wizard. No. Bianca Zelda plays Maypri, our lovable tiefling barbarian. I'm going to go ahead and cast Ancestral Protector. And Keela, the high-elf bard, is played by Tracy Gibbons. This is the biggest cliffhanger of my life! And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. For three days, you have all been at Storng, the Vermiani stronghold, preparing for the ritual. 
Every single one of you have been prepped on how you can aid in the expulsion of the spirit within Bronley Eldrev, father of Yulares. The Hathren have been helping all of you have a better understanding of your new abilities. Your spirit guardians will help you in this. It is early morning. You have eaten and await the summons to begin the ritual. The three of you, Kila, Maypri, and Jilaris, are in the same sitting room Maypri and Kila were in before. Jilaris, how are you behaving right now? I'm extremely nervous, and I get very withdrawn when I am nervous, so I have reset up the chess board that was previously dismantled by my compatriots. Ylaris plays a lot of dragon chess, and so I think she is just setting up scenarios on the board and playing against herself quietly. My priest sitting with Kila. Um, my priest sitting on the floor, um, and she's in the middle of discussing hypothetical situations so where would you teleport to if you could go anywhere in the world now i just want to add that over the past couple days keela she hasn't talked to any hathrin but she's been spending a lot of her time with her eyes squeezed shut trying to really envision like warm tropical places to see if she could teleport there and it hasn't worked and as mapri is asking her this question she opens her eyes and she says somewhere Somewhere with some water and some sand. Somewhere warm. How is this what you're thinking about with what we have in front of us today? Oh, hey, Larry's. How you doing over there? Not particularly well. Thank you for asking. She looks stressed. I've just been leaving her be. I mean, she's playing a two-player game by herself. It's a two-player game, right? Usually when you have two players who know how to play... Keela is going to stand up and sit across from Yulari's and begin arranging the chess pieces in their normal fashion. I kind of figure maybe having an opponent and having to actually think about it will help Yulari's unwind a little bit. Oh, like set my pieces up and look at Keela. You, have you played before? You know how to play? I've played a game or two. I'm no master. I can try my best. I'm putting five coppers on you, Larry's. <laughs> You're betting against yourself, my friend. <laughs> I raise my eyebrow at that. So, Larry's, is it? Are you nervous about? Is it the the blood part? Is it the dad part? Is it the spirits part? It's it's all of those parts. <laughs> those are the very first day I met him. They gave me. What, 30 minutes? And then it's like, hey, we're going to take all of your blood. I mean, it's not all of it, right? Because then you die. It's just it's just a sample. Yeah, but blood magic is scary. I, I, I don't know that much, but I know enough to know that anything involving blood is, is suspect and corruptible. They even, they even said that the... The Duthran are the ones who would normally undertake this kind of magic. I I trust them, I think. And on that lovely note, Ronley and Kennethar, how do you prepare yourselves for the ritual? What are you two doing? 
So rituals start from like the ground up for Kennethar. So it's the the shoes, the proper footwear for such an event, the correct robe. I mean, everything. And it's not so much that that actually matters so much as the mechanical process preps him for the magical process of the ritual. So it's about making sure everything is pristinely articulated in exactly the right manner from shoe to collar. Bronley is uh, sitting at the desk and studying up every amount of notes for this ritual just to see i i would he have this the information on this ritual oh yeah you you've been preparing for it okay i've been brushing up and i know all i've crossed all the t's i have dotted all the i's and i'm making sure that i know this thing backwards and forwards so that if there is any sort of a misstep we know what happened so that we can get this thing out of me once and for all. And he is just completely absorbed into his spellbook uh, for this ritual. Looking over that again will not ease your mind. It, it won't even ease my mind, but at least I'll know what's going on. It's no different than any other time we've tried. Except we'll be successful this time. I sure hope so. These shackles are... They, they get painful sometimes. Yes, and they scratch up everything we put on the floor. That is that is also true. I'm I'm sorry about the broken about the broken teacup earlier. That's not a problem. Shall we get this off you then? You're not gonna be able to make it to the site chain to the wall. That's that's a fact. I stick out my leg presenting my shackled calf. And I'm assuming I would have some very specific key, as this is preventative magic. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, armed with the proper utensil to unchain you from your location, I will remove the shackle. And it clanks to the floor with a big, heavy thud. <sighs> That's better, isn't it? Bronley takes a deep sigh, and he exhales. Yes. Good. Much better. Time to get rid of the big one, then. Let's do it. After you. We've got the three broads. You are all seated in the sitting room. The door opens, and a masked Ramyoni stands in the doorway. It is time. You know, immediately get to my feet and sort of push the chair back, and uh, let's get it over with, then. So you get up and you go out and follow the Ramyani who is guiding you towards the ritual hall. You are met with Hathrin Mesa, Kennethar, and your father, Yilaris Bronli. Kennethar, you look lovely today. Thank you. You look prepared. I try. <sighs> are you are you ready, Bronley? As ready as I'll ever be. And to think, <laughs> I was supposed to be at the academy right now. You were? Yes, I had been preparing for it my entire childhood, but grandfather decided that my idiot cousin would go instead, being of pure blood and all. God. 
I swear that guy doesn't have his priorities straight. He's an imbecile. I lit his desk on fire, though. You what? Yeah, he threatened to banish me, and I, I figured I'd give him a good reason. You you lit his most prized desk that has been passed down in generations? You lit it on fire? He was overcompensating. You're surprised she's your daughter. That is the exact look my mother gave me. <laughs> and, and, and Bron Lee is... Is is just he has he's trying to stifle such a giant smile and failing miserably at it. He just has he's grinning ear to ear. Uh, I'm just gonna take your arm and as we continue to walk down the hallway. That's my girl. The ritual chamber is a large open hall lined with tall thirty foot pillars on either side creating kind of like galleries to each side. In the center is a copper basin atop a marble pedestal. And around it is a spiral of salt. The spiral, as you all know, as you've been prepping for this, is intended to confuse the spirit so that the Hathrin can bind it. Kenathar, you are to take the northern point of the circle. Maypri, the east, Kila, west, and Bronley, south. Surrounding all of you is a second circle of Hathrin, and then around them is another circle of Vremyani. They are all there to bind this spirit. Yolaris, you are intended to walk the spiral path with Hathrin Mesa, to the pedestal. So how this is going to work mechanically. There are going to be several points during this ritual when I am going to be asking people to perform skill checks and or saving throws. So there are going to be seven steps to this ritual. And this each step represents a person who is participating in the ritual. So we have five players, plus we have the Hathorn, and we have the spirit itself. The Hathorn is going to go first. The spirit will go last. The order in which you will go, you will determine by rolling your initiative. But before we roll initiative, let's kind of explain the rules of this. Once I have initiated the ritual with, with Hathorn Mesa, the person with the next initiative order will decide what the next step of the ritual is. I will then decide what kind of skill check will be required for them to perform for that part of the ritual to go on. Now, each and every single one of you has the ability to help someone on a roll, but you can only do that once. You know, you can do that in any way as long as you don't leave your spot. Your your class skills that you've been learning might come in handy for these sorts of things. You might not be guaranteed to help the person, but you can try to help that person. And then how many failures and successes you have will determine the outcome of this ritual. Does everyone understand? Yep. Yep. Any questions? Oh, well, I mean, a little bit. Um, my only kind of assistance that I offer, it's only based off of my attacks. Like my ancestral protector only actually... Be creative. Okay. 
All right, cool. Be creative. Um, like, I'm not a rules lawyer. This is, it's magic. So, like, as long as it's not, like, crazy, we're, we're going to go with it. So be think creatively. When you have taken your places, the Hathrin around you begin to chant, and the Vermyoni behind them begin to drum. And this sound reverberates around this, this hall. The sound bounces everywhere, engulfing all of you. Hathrin Mesa begins to walk the spiral path. Her eyes are clouded because she is the channel for the spirit once it has been lured out. And she has drank a, a draft that's laced with a little bit of things. And her steps are not quite straight. I'm walking behind her, right? Yes. Can I place a hand on her shoulder to try and help guide her through the spiral? You may. And what kind of check do you think would be for that? Would it be like a physical dexterity or sort of like a charisma Mm -hmm. sort of... I think dexterity, physical. I would say dexterity or strength, one of the two. Definitely not strength. (laughs) Oh, that was a 19. You managed to guide... Catherine Mesa through the spiral spiral. Why don't you describe how that is and and what you feel? I think my um my heart is in my throat and I'm like can feel each heartbeat like it's like a, a drum inside my chest. Um and so for a while I'm more concentrating on my own footsteps uh until I sort of notice her stumble a little bit in front of me. Um, and I'll, I'll take a couple quick steps and just sort of like put my arm underneath, uh, one of her arms, my hand, other hand on her shoulder and, and we'll walk together sort of maybe a bit slower, one step at a time through the rest of the spiral. And I think it actually, it helps center me a bit. I'm no longer as focused just on my own, on my own fear, but on the, the spiral itself and the setting and the people around me. All right, can everyone roll initiative? I have nine. Eight. Fifteen. Uh, Twelve for Bronley. And twenty-one is what I got. Damn. Uh, Kennethar, MVP. the one time I won that. (laughs) All right, Kennethar, you're next. What is the next step of the ritual? So, and this is kind of just open to me correct or is this yeah um so the calling is next and how does kennethar perform the calling it is a low tone it's like a almost like a harmonic monk it's about getting everyone in the room on the exact same frequency and 
the the frequency itself is what drives the separation to start with. Um, the the spirit doesn't have the same auditory abilities that Bronley does. Uh, the same resonant components inside the physical form. So it's it's I don't know. It's like a nails on a chalkboard to it. Which would you prefer, performance or arcana? Uh, performance. Okay. Give me a performance check. Uh, 15? The sound resonates throughout the hall. And you can all feel it. And it feels a little off. But it's supposed to. And the energy is still there. No one's going to contribute to that? Oh, no, I don't know how to. <laughs> the off energy? The okay. off energy or the... or the, uh... the sound. The sound is there. And it feels slightly off. There's somebody who's not singing. <laughs> somebody is not joining in. You don't have a bird, like... It's yeah no it's not it's not. <laughs> <laughs> can I help using one of my instruments? Can I perhaps pull you out my? Lute? Do not have your instruments. You're just oh, there don't. yourself. Um, in that case, I I recall I think the Vrimioni are chanting, but not. Is it a singing chant or is it a talking chant? It it's a chant, and the the Hathren are chanting, and the Vrimioni are drumming. Okay, I'm going to participate in the chant, as long as it's not a singing chant, like I'm assuming it's more of like a spoken chant, mm-hmm. with with the Hathrin. So I'm going to contribute my voice to the Hathrin. Okay, please give me a performance. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> From excitement to disappointment. <laughs> Nine. The sound continues as it was before. Keela. What is the next portion of the ritual? I have a question. How how separated from Bronley is the spirit? Can the spirit hear us right now or can the spirit only communicate with Bronley? The spirit can see and hear everything that Bronley can see and hear. Okay, I want to cast vicious mockery on the spirit. And that is what a wisdom saving throw. Yep, um, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take one d four psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay, so for in this, we're going to we're going to interpret this attack as it trying to possess Bronley. So, what are you saying to it that is so vicious? I think. I like to imagine that one of the biggest fears of an evil spirit is, or, a, you know, I, would, I don't know if I'd say an evil spirit, but I guess a, a negative spirit is us not being afraid of it. So I'm telling, I'm telling the spirit, we, we don't fear you. Bronley does not fear you. You have no power here. You have no power over us. You have no power over him. Natural 20. <laughs> so now i'm just imagining the spirit is laughing at me vicious mockery on you 
Yeah. <laughs> Bronley, you feel a rumble inside of you after she says that, and you know what that rumble is. It is laughter. I think I'm letting the guards down because it needs to expel from me. So I mimic the laughter of the rumble in me. And it's it's a little different than the laughter that that Yularis had just heard from me finding out that she burnt Lord Roinghorn's desk down. It's a much more like low toned, almost uh, uh uh almost like it's matching with the harmonics of the chants happening right now. What are you trying to achieve by that? I'm trying to push the spirit out from me. So I want to say, like, dispel, or... He's not a spell. Could I do uh, the magic aura so that it fools it into occupying a different space? Okay. How does that work? As this chant is happening, this, this tone is happening, and the laughter and the chanting, you see I uh, Bron Lee gets sort of fuzzy again. And as I cast Magic Aura, it essentially separates myself out to create two uh, uh, illusions of me. So one is me, Foggy, and the other is uh, not me, and trying to make it decide which one to go to. You place an illusion on a creature or an object you touch so that divination spells reveal false information about it. The So I'm essentially doing the false on me to have it think I'm somewhere else and it's in fact out of me going into the spiral of salt. Okay, and is that what it what kind of is that a saving throw that the spirit would have to roll? Yeah, it's uh looks like, like a, a wisdom? wisdom saving roll. What's your spells, DC? 17. Well, it rolled a 16. You confuse it. That rumble that's going through you, it stops. And you sense confusion and uncertainty. Bron Lee we are now in the next part of the ritual. What is the next part of the ritual? The next part of the ritual is to, because we are dealing with blood magic and it is a relative who who, who is having it draw out, uh, I'm going to, what, what part of the ritual is, is I have a dagger and slice open both of my hands with it to have it lead out through that into like yeah an exit act as an exit point okay that is going to be a dexterity all right uh that is a 19 you managed to slice yourself open awesome but not too much (laughs) so you're not gonna die (laughs) maypre what is your portion of the ritual and what is its purpose my purpose is to serve as a Guardian, uh, when we, uh, presumably when we are successful in expelling this spirit, it will have to be destroyed so it doesn't inhabit, inhabit another, uh, innocent body. In order to be, uh, useful in this situation, I'm going to go ahead and cast Ancestral Protector. 
what that is going to do, uh, now that I have refined this spell, uh, through many, many days, many weeks, I've been on the road for quite some time, so I've had lots of time to practice. What it looks like is I'm going to summon a small human girl, not super tangible. Uh, she's kind of like the silhouette of a young girl and she has white, she's all black. She's got white holes for eyes and like a white hole for her mouth and she's always grinning. So I will summon her and have her stand guard, kind of like I'm ready in an action, to prepare for when this spirit is expelled. Curiosity. Mm-hmm. Who's the relation? The very first friend that I made when I was a very young girl, uh, the few times I was ever able to visit these streets, I made friends with this little urch- urchling, ur- urchin? little street urchin, uh, and she showed me and taught me kind of my love of exploration and my, she inspired my curiosity, which kind of helped me to help me to become the kind of person that I am now. So you need some rolls from me? Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you what I want to roll? <laughs> I'm thinking constitution because it's, this is going to be a defender. Okay. We'll go with that. That sounds good. 17. She flickers, but she's there and she stays there. And in Bronlee, that confusion and uncertainty washes away from you. And instead, that feeling of amusement comes back. I have, as I have my hands out with the cut on it, I have, I begin to smile again. Yularis. You are in front of the basin. There is a silver knife. Hands shaking only slightly, reach out for the silver dagger and extend one hand over the basin and slice across my wrist. I don't have the range in front of me, but as this is a particularly important part and step in the ritual, I think I would like to cast True Strike. Mmm, very good. And I assume in this instance it would be the strike she intends. Yes. Yes. Very much so. You extend your hand and point a finger at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that this spell hasn't ended. So can he basically grant me... Advantage. Advantage against myself, or? Yeah, you get to roll twice. What am I rolling? Is it dexterity? Is it constitution? (laughs) What are you best at? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. What do you need? Is it like sort of the constitution to like withstand the doing that to myself? Or is it just the dexterity physically to be able to make the... Which would Yularys be afraid of the most? I mean, I think doing like engaging in the blood magic and and harming herself to do it would be a, a pretty big barrier. So wisdom. Wisdom, okay. Natural twenty. Ooh damn. You strike true. I do. And blood trickles down your wrist, your forearm, and into the bowl. The chanting around you gets louder, and it crescendos throughout the hall. And the Hathrin Misa positions herself behind you to hold you. 
so that as you bleed out, you do not fall. Keep it in the bowl. Now, as a group, what do you do to lure this spirit to the blood? Point at it. Yeah, that's some like, <laughs> like it's a spirit. It's a bowl of blood. It just goes to it. So what I, what I'm thinking of, and, and what my question is, perhaps I, I did not phrase it properly, is as a group, like collaboratively, what do you do to to bring this ritual to a head? So the the Hathren are singing. The Vramyani's drumming is getting more intense. It's picking up speed. But what is your role in that? I mean, I have an idea for Yaleri's, um, but I'm not sure how that would work as a group or whether it would be feasible as she's like bleeding profusely. My idea would be like as this is happening and as the blood is sort of falling into the bowl to try and go into like a state of quickening and like lock, like look at the spirit, speak to the spirit and sort of goad it be like, like kind of come and get me. Maybe Pre can help with that. If that's kind of the route that you're taking, because I've got my ancestral protector who can inhabit the, uh, that spirit place. (laughs) <laughs> the ethereal plane that's the one uh so she can assist you with that um and kind of guided by my power keela can just kind of get a little bit of like ribbing going on with the spirit you know kind of in the way that Yularys is also kind of saying like come and get me keela can kind of just join in with a bit of the you know come and get us more kind of more just like mocking maybe not necessarily in a spell casting way but just in more of a taunting way essentially you're taunting the spirit yeah that's the best way to put it i had to kind of look for the word there so everyone is taunting the spirit okay yes the spirit's turn i'm very afraid there's chanting there's drumming and you are all taunting it and you can feel its rage burning inside of you, Bronley. It is becoming overwhelming. This, you have not felt it like this before. It's frightening. This, this spirit has more power than you suspected. In all the years that has been inside of you, it has never showcased this sheer depth you feel like it it goes on for eternity and let me roll oh it fell on the floor let me roll again with this dice (laughs) this is zero (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna hate that dice aren't I Can't handle this is the biggest glimpse of really my can't. life. <laughs> Look faster! Oh, jeez. Oh, my heart. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I'm just bleeding out. <laughs> it screams. 
and you can all see it waver in Bronley's form. And it comes rushing out in this tar-like blackness, and it goes directly to Kenethar. It rushes straight at you. Can I do anything? You're bleeding. I know. Kenethar, can I please have a wisdom saving throw? This is a DC 16. I got a 17. <gasps> yes! Yes! Kenethar! <laughs> it, you repel it as it tries to dive into you. You push it away. What is that like? That experience of pushing the spirit away? It's simple. Like, I've been waiting for this. Like, these are the good ones. So, when we get it this far out, like, this is this is go time for Kennethar. So, he's really excited about this whole process. So, he's done one of the... It's almost like a matador, like, with such confidence that he could just... With a with a light spin, maintaining his same position near the pillar, uh, an effortless deflection. Because this thing's done. And it finds itself tangled in the salt path. Hathrin Mesa, at that point, releases Yelaris. Do I fall down? You've bled a lot. Yeah. I guess I fall down. And she turns to look it. In what she thinks would be its eye, but she looks directly at it, straight into it, calling it forward towards her through the spiral path. And as it meanders along, screaming at these these invisible walls that it seems to be surrounded by. The Hathrin's heads all snap up. Their arms go up into the air and they yell. (sighs) There is a great thunderous boom as the windfall splits. Rocks begin to tumble, come crashing down to the ground. The place is coming apart. Hathorn Mesa's eyes glaze over, and she reaches out towards the spirit, trying to channel it, trying to create it so that they can then bind it into the, the copper bowl. Can I try and add whatever power I have left to that circle? You can. How are you going to do that? Um, I circle magic is is part of what I've sort of been inducted into. I will just try to um, sort of do the same procedure as I've learned with a binding rite towards the spirit, but just try and like open that magic up to uh, the Hathrin around me and just see if that can add anything. I'm not sure how mechanically how to do that. I think what you have done is you've mechanically given 
Hathrin Mesa advantage. Okay. At this point in the ritual, are we free to move from our spots? Is this the farthest we've ever got? You've never performed this ritual before, ever. But things don't seem to be going very well. Like, things are crashing down around you. You might even get hit by falling debris. And a couple people in the circle behind you have actually been hit. And people are unsure on their feet. You hear a few startled screams of pain. But most people are really trying to... I mean, these are trained magic professionals. And something horrible is happening. Something you're all starting to realize that this... This isn't a regular spirit. And as this happens... Catherine Mesa's eyes go black. It writhes inside of her. She rolls 14. Advantage? Advantage 12. And you see her skin begin to split. Ugh. As this black matter oozes out of it, you hear a great thunderous laugh. Hi, it's me for a little mid-roll interruption. If you want some really sweet dice, you should head on over to Tabletop Loo and use the hashtag BroadSquad and you can get 15% off all dice. And also using the hashtag BroadSquad, you can head on over to WormwoodGaming.com and get yourself free shipping on some really high-quality dice accessories. You should really check them out. Kevin got some, got a dice vault from Gen Con, and I eye it enviously. All right, let's get back to it. You all come to sometime. You've all suffered damage. You're all hurt. The hall is in ruins around you. There there are dead around you. There are wounded around you. And Hathorn Mesa is nowhere to be found. Is Bron Lee still here? Yularis? Keela? Are you guys okay? <laughs> I'm gonna like cr- try and crawl my way like past the altar and and towards Maypree's voice. Um, imagine I'm in particularly bad shape having... You are. She's going to be crawling towards the last place I saw, Bronley. Keela's going to sprint over to Larry's and hold her down and say, we'll find him. Just, just let me heal you. And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Okay, how much do you cure for? How much was I damaged for? Yeah, honestly, I you are like at one health. Ten. All right, that helps. <gasps> Thank you. But the others, everyone. Oh, are they here? Do you see anyone? 
Ivar found Brownlee if he's still here. I'm in the center of the um, salt spiral. Oh, so you would have been right next to me. And... <laughs> it was a big. It was a big salt spiral. I don't think it's um, much of a, a spiral. It could have got explodey. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a more of the salt blob. <laughs> he's dumbfounded. I feel like Bron Lee blacked out when uh, when the spirit left to go to Kenathar. So he's looking around. He starts looking around for Kenathar as well. I've found you, and I've definitely taken the mask off if it didn't get blown off in the process. <laughs> but I am I'm very excited. I'm all smiles. I, I'm not taking stock of really what's happening. I'm kind of hyper focused here. So this this was a glaring success as far as i can tell this was what we set out to do it's done i don't feel it i i don't feel it Ken- kenathar i hug kenathar pretty much tackling him i'm gonna stumble up to them just like covered in blood <laughs> um like is this did it work is this what was supposed to happen and just sort of fall down on my knees in front get up and hug you as well and keep you upright it worked it it's gone and you see this elation sort of turn to uh sadness when i start looking around up and over and around uh do i see the copper bowl it is split asunder. Which means the spirit is just out and about now. Yeah. It took Hathrin Mesa. I saw her skin split and the tar come pouring out. I, we didn't do it. It's not vanquished at all. We weren't trying to vanquish it. We need to get it out of your father. We weren't ever going to vanquish it. Do you understand what that was? No, I've got no idea what that was. I imagine you will one day. How about today? <laughs> yeah, let's let's find out. <laughs> Kenneth, are you holding something back no, from us? No. I don't know much more than you. It's simply not some spirit. I mean, you've seen what it has done here. I would like to roll persuasion to persuade you to talk. And I, Can I have I a very convincing <laughs> argument. Also, actually, it. roll insight on Kanathar to see if he's like knows <laughs> yeah. more than he's. You telling. go first. Oh, that was bad. That was a. <sighs> Um, 12, no, 10. Okay, Kenneth, first, can you please give me a religion check? You have a plus six to your religion rolls. 18. You strongly suspect what this is. You don't know for sure, but you you have very strong suspicions. If I had five spare yeah. copper, I'd know yeah, where to you, bet it. Yeah, you would. But Yolari's with a 10... A ten you you don't you don't know him well enough to be able to read him. Yeah. And you're you're a little discombobulated yeah. due to the recent events. 
that Maypri wanted to... Take a look around at this destruction, Kenethar. That spirit that is running rampant can cause so much more chaos. And if you have any information that you can share with us so we can protect these people, we need to know that. Wonderful. I have volumes. Can you condense it to like two sentences? Uh, just, I've got several books. Which would you like to take with you? You could take them all. <laughs> I'll take the books. Hilarious. I'm not certain, but I, I have inklings. Share with us your inklings, please. Oh, no, that's best for you to discover on your own. I don't want to taint your perceptions. I've been living with this quite a bit longer than you have. Perhaps fresh eyes will do some good if you truly want to hunt it down. Roll persuasion. 22. I've got a crazy amount of plus and pers- I don't know why I'm so persuasive. I guess a wisdom roll in response to that. Good luck beating my 22. Oh, uh, 17. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I'm not beating a 22, I don't think. I would have had to get a 19. She's convinced you to tell her. Very persuasive. I think it's like the, my height. It's just a little, little intimidating. What do you know about the material plane? Mepri will turn wide-eyed to Yaleri's. Uh, what do I know about the material plane? We live on it, Mepri. That's the plane with all this stuff with us. That's correct. And you know there are others. Yep, I know of the ethereal. That's one. Oh, that's that's the limit. I'm going to start lift, listing them off, and I know that Yalarius would know a lot more than I'm going to remember off the top of my head, but like astral... Astral plane. It's like uh, fire. Like there's like fey, the fey, There's like the elemental planes: fire, water, ice, wind. <laughs> <laughs> heart is heart one of the elemental friendships. <laughs> Think more formless, black. If there's light, darkness and shadow. Shadow. There's planes for everything. I could tell you what I think, but you really have some reading to do. I can't vouch for all the reading that Yolarius is going to do, but I'm not going to pick up any of the books that you're going to offer. So I now know that the spirit is part of, potentially came from the shadow plane. Does that mean that we can fight it? Is it a tangible spirit? Yeah, you can fight it. I just don't know if you could do it here. Hmm. Are there any artifacts or items that I could harness to take advantage of this? Of course. Do do you have any in your room with all those books? Oh. I wonder if I can teleport to other planes? Perhaps let's get the blood and general debris off us before we go teleporting about. And yeah, like all the dead people yeah. who are surrounded you, the wounded, the people who are trying to help their friends get up. Yeah, and- I think Hilarious is just kind of staring a little shell-shocked, just like, it killed her. It killed Catherine Mesa.
This episode, we were joined by Ross Rockefeller of Dice for Brains. He played Kennethar. And Bron Lee, Yalari's father, was played by Jeremy Alexa of the Dice Unkind. Alright, well, we hope to see you at our Patreon stream on Tuesday. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash the broadswords. And just one dollar, you can get access to that. See you next time. The Broadsword is a member of the RPG Academy Network. The network facilitates the sharing of knowledge, passion, and experience in the role-playing game hobby by helping to create and promote quality content that is both entertaining and educational. The network is inclusive and fosters an environment welcoming to new and existing members of the hobby. The Broadswords perfectly represent the network, and we're proud to work and play alongside them. Hello there, I'm Ross from Dice for Brains. We make actual play shows with an inclusive group of new and veteran players that focus on character and story development. If you and I'm RT, more, the star of Dice for Brains. No, RT, you're an NPC. We've been over all of this. Uh, Plus, you're only in the Star Wars seasons. We've played Fate, Dungeon World, Genesis, even a little D&D. Uh, <sighs> Do you want to read the last bit at least? <gasps> You can find Dice for Brains on your podcast platform of choice or at DiceforBrains.com. Good job, buddy. Thanks. Very persuasive. I think it's like <laughs> my height. It's just a little little intimidating. Okay, do you have anything in particular you want, Victoria, no, this for this? Because can... I was just BSing. So. Well, I mean, you, you are now shaping our monster. You are shaping... I mean, we we got it. We discussed it briefly. Um, no pressure. You can, you can you get to shape it. What do you know about the material plane? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.